Ah, so good morning. Let me just say, I'm going to say a little bit more to set a context around the instructions and see if you have any questions thus far. So the training that we're doing together is to cultivate a mindful awareness. And by mindful awareness, the quality of noticing what's happening moment to moment without judgment, quality of equanimity, of balance, and this capacity to respond with kindness, with compassion to what we notice. So that's our, that's our communal training. And the primary support for this capacity to notice in the moment is a mind that's somewhat collected and quiet. If the mind is off in thoughts about the future, judgments, commentary, we won't notice what's here. And you'll notice that when you've come back from a thought, that if you pay attention, you're your senses were not awake while you were thinking. You weren't aware of the sounds in that moment, the sensations in the body. Okay, when we're off in thoughts, we're cut off. So there's, there's an arriving. and we're, So we begin the retreat and encourage you to, really today, it will help a whole lot, to have a home base. It'll help you collect. We often speak of the breath initially because that's the most common one. I know many, many people that find the breath difficult to contact and find it easier to listen to sounds and that sounds is the home base. And I know other people that find the sensations in the body are easier to stay with, either the feeling of the whole body sitting here or perhaps certain areas in the body, just letting the hands and the feet be a place of regrounding, coming back. So a lot of the practice is forgetting and remembering, getting lost and going, oh, okay, often thoughts. And the idea is not to come back to a certain place, but rather when you notice your often thought, take your time and just relax, open your attention. That curiosity of what's right here. Notice the difference between being inside a thought and this aliveness, the vividness of hereness. Reestablish yourself here, listening, feeling the body, relaxing, and then find your, in a gentle way, you can reconnect with the breath and let that be in the foreground or whatever your chosen anchor is to help you to really have that stability and continuity of presence. So I just encourage you today to have your intention be coming back, being here, just collecting over and over again, and the attitude being incredibly forgiving of whatever the mind does, the body does, really forgiving. So let me check in with you and see what might be in the room, what you any questions you have about these instructions or what you've been noticing as you've been sitting. And Bonnie has the mic, and we have a question right there. Yesterday we spoke about the triple refuge, refuge in the Buddha, and I'm not really clear about that because there's the Buddha within us, there's the historical figure, there's the concept. Yeah. So I'm just, it sounds like a great idea, but I'm not sure of the details and the practicalities of it. 
Sure. You know, with each of the refuges, there are uh, what are described as the outer refuge and the inner refuge. And really, we begin with wherever it's easiest for us to begin to find some sense of balance and peace and connection. So for some people, it's helpful to to bring to mind a being that expresses the qualities of Buddha nature. Okay, so the Buddha, Jesus, anyone, any being that is awake and open and compassionate, just by reflecting on that being, you can begin to sense those qualities inside yourself. Ultimately, taking refuge in the Buddha is taking refuge in our own awakened nature. So you're taking refuge in the um, openness, the tenderness, the wakefulness of your own being. That's, that's ultimately it, and it's not at all conceptual. It's very much a sense of, well, what's aware right now? You know, what's here right now? What's awake? That background of presence. You're taking refuge in that. Does that give you a little more of a... Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I had a question with regard to sitting, the actual physical um, aspect of sitting. I do find that before one of you rings the bell, I do need to adjust I just can't stay in the same position for a long time. And so I've been lost in thought at times about should I just stay with and see what emerges as I flow with the discomfort or should I adjust and find a different position? And Mm. I've been experimenting with both and I notice every time I get lost in thought about what would be the right thing to do. So it's really the inquiry of we're in a position and there's discomfort going on and do we move and try to get more comfortable or do we stay and pay attention to what's going on and then what happens when the mind starts proliferating. And so first you were, re- you were mindful of your mind starting looping around it and that itself is really valuable just to see, okay, the mind is spinning around this and that creates more suffering, right? Yeah. So on one level, just to say that if your body's really uncomfortable and you're listening and you feel a sense that it would be helpful to adjust in some way, it's fine. There's no rule that you have to wait till the middle minute, okay? That would be very rigid and not kind to the body at all. So it's really, we're going to always respond this way. It's listen and sense what will serve your body, heart, mind the most. So for sure, if you feel uncomfortable and you notice it would help to adjust, to adjust. Just do it mindfully. Be aware of it. The challenge is that both in our physical posture and in our mind and in our life and in our relationships, we're constantly um, trying to control things to feel better. And we're on automatic. So without even noticing it, we're always adjusting ourselves to get away from unpleasantness and go towards pleasantness. So there is a power to having some intention to sustain the stillness just so we don't fall into that kind of automatic reflex. And rather, just get interested in, is it possible to relate and not call it pain, but just sense, okay, constellation of unpleasant or squeeze or pressure or heat, and, and if you stay still and are regarding it with that curiosity and gentleness, you start having insight into, you know, it's not some bad 
thing that's oppressing me. It's just a changing play of experience. There's actually more freedom. There's more freedom because if you can discover in your life, you don't have to control things to be okay, but you can actually rest in a space of mindfulness, then you're not going to always be in reaction. There's more freedom to actually be in the moment. And we spend most of our day not here, but in manipulating our environment so that we can have things better. So there's a, a great insight to get from that. And if you get rigid about it, it actually goes the other way and it becomes, it just reaffirms a self that's trying to prove something to itself and that doesn't serve either. So I'm, re- I'm grateful for your question. It's a real good one. Yeah, thank you. Good morning. This is my fourth retreat and I'm finding that I'm having a harder time this time around than I did on my first retreat. You shouldn't be saying that to some of these folks. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. It, it can go anywhere. <laughs> right. But yeah. I, in the sense of, like, my mind is wandering more yeah. in, in a way, and I'm more impatient. I feel like I got left behind, like the bus has left the station, and I, I don't know, I, I wonder if I missed something along the way. Because it's, <laughs> and, and you spoke to it. It's coming back and back, but it's... Is there something extra special you can say about <laughs> dealing with the frustration of that? Well, you just named it. This isn't about just the mind wandering. It's how you're interpreting it. And it's almost like for you, there's probably more frustration because you feel like, wow, I should have gotten this by now. You know, four retreats under my belt. The, you're gonna, we're going to come back to this again and again. It doesn't matter what's happening. You'll be sleepy, your mind will wander, physical pain. The path of freedom is how you're relating to it. And so, Steve, you're noticing frustration. So you're, you're already mindful of the reaction to the wandering mind. Okay? That's the place to pay attention, just to sense frustration and sense how that feels in your body. You know, just begin to investigate that. And you'll find if you stay with exactly what's arising in the moment, the frustration it'll actually cut through the trance. But you're not doing it for the sake of getting somewhere. You're just doing it because the practice is just keep noticing what's presenting right now. Whatever is presenting itself predominantly in the moment is your portal. It's not like you're waiting for some other mood or state of mind so then you can, you know, whatever it is, is it. That's what's been offered for you to find a way of relating that really opens to the natural space and clarity and kindness that's there. So for you, it's frustration right now, and that's as good as anything else. Yeah, thank you.